Hello, beautiful people. In this episode, I'm going to give you tips that I personally use daily that will help you honor your capacity and maintain healthy boundaries in your life. We all need that, okay? So let's dive in. All right, y'all. I am so excited to be speaking with you guys today. Actually, I'm not really speaking with you. You're really just listening, right? (laughs) But I hope that you feel like you're having a convo with me, Uh, whether you're riding in your car or doing the dishes or exercising, whatever, get it in, okay? Um, But I am just so excited. You know, I haven't recorded a podcast and published it in over two years and uh, since 2019. And God asked me to lay it down and I did. And he's just been giving me so many downloads, so many things to talk about um, that I'm really excited to release. So I just feel like they're really timely and things that you can listen to over and over again, share with your friends and family that I help you just navigate through life uh, successfully and healthily. Okay. So with that being said, for if you don't know who I am, somehow you just stumbled upon my podcast. I'm Ashley. I go by Ashley's on all of my social media platforms. Um, I love people. I love God. Um, I just love to tell the truth in love. And I help people discover and define their purpose and successfully launch into it. And just, I love to give people the push they need to just be who God created them to be. So that's a little bit about me. Connect with me on my Instagram. I'm Ashley Lee's, all that good stuff. Okay. We got that out of the way. <laughs> Let's jump in. Today, I believe the Lord wants me to talk about a word that has become one of my favorite words uh, since last year, I will say, especially this year. It has become one of my favorite words. If you follow me, if you get coached by me, whatever, you know, this is my word. The word that I'm about to say is capacity. Come on, say it with me. Capacity. I love the word capacity. Um, and it's, it's just one of the greatest things that God has taught me this year was about the word capacity. Um, and I want to give you guys a definition. If you don't know what the, the, the definition of the word capacity is, it is the maximum amount that something can contain and or produce. Ooh, isn't that good? I'm gonna say it again. The maximum amount that something can contain and or produce. And this year, you know, I turned 33 in February and I don't know why you guys didn't warn me that the year 33, it's, it's called the Jesus year, but for real, I feel like (laughs) I have gone through the Jesus year. Okay. You hear me? God has just been teaching me so much. And like I said, God has taught me how to honor my capacity and not to apologize and or feel bad about, uh, the capacity that I have. Uh, you know, I was very codependent. I didn't realize this until earlier this year, um, a little after February, after I turned 33, God just started to reveal so much and uncover so much and uproot so much. And I'm so thankful for that because I'm a totally different Ashley than I was when this year started. Um, and God has just really revealed so much. And what I want to say is, yeah, I realized I was just codependent and I didn't even realize that y'all like, you know, I've realized all the words codependency and, um, all type of stuff about myself. I was like, oh my goodness. And, uh, one of the things that I did not do well is honor my capacity. Well, and I would feel bad about if I didn't have the capacity for something, um, and all of that good stuff. So I want you to picture this. I'm sure some of you guys can relate as well. You know, it's just good to, 
um, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal things and he goes on the journey with us. It's not like God says, um, you're a hot mess, but God bless you. I'll check you later. That's not what God does, right? He just walks through things with us. It's like the scene in the shack, the movie, the shack. If you haven't seen that, go get your whole life like right now. Okay. And when you're done listening to this, go watch the shack. Um, but you know, it's like that scene in the shack when the, the Holy Spirit is like, you know, presenting the garden scene. I'm not going to tell too much. Cause I don't want to give the movie away, but I feel like it's like that. Like God just takes us on this journey and he wants to bring things up and he wants to heal. I feel like God has done so much healing this year and, um, that's that. Okay. So I want you to picture this when you walk into a room. Okay. There's usually a sign on the wall that says maximum capacity, right? And then the number, it may say maximum capacity is 200 or maximum capacity is 475 or whatever. If you're in a bigger room and they are putting that there because they don't want you to go over that number of people in the room, or it may say maximum capacity for whatever it may be. And that's how it is in our lives. A lot of you listening to this right now have reached your capacity with certain situations, certain people, certain opportunities, and, and, and more, you know, and all of those things may be from God, but If you're outside of God's will because you're staying in it longer than what God, when and how and what and all that stuff God is telling you to, then you're not acknowledging and obeying God, first of all, and you're not acknowledging and honoring your capacity. So instead, you're now operating from an unhealthy place that could easily lead to burnout, depression, anxiety, all those not so fun things, right? If you're not already there listening to this. And so I want to tell you that it, I'm going to give you some tips today, some keys on how I personally honor my capacity so that I stay healthy and whole from the inside out. Okay. Um, all right. So if you have a notepad, you can totally write this down. Or like I said, if you're driving or doing the dishes or exercising or whatever you're doing, or you may be eating a cupcake child. Okay. Whatever you're doing. Come back and take notes on this because I like to give practical tools. I don't like to just sound cute or whatever. I want to give you practical tools that are going to help you to change your life. Okay. All right. So tip number one is it's important to communicate your capacity when needed. You know, one of my favorite things I love to say that I've talked to almost all of my clients is I don't have the capacity for that. And so how someone responds to you not having the capacity for whatever they're needing in that moment is not your responsibility and is very telling and how you respond when somebody honors their capacity and they may tell you and communicate their boundaries and say, Hey, Ash, I don't have the capacity for that. I, I don't really feel like talking on the phone right now. My family and I are good for that child, especially destiny. And, uh, my mom and I we will be smack dab in the middle of a combo And be like, you know what? I really don't feel like talking anymore. I love you so much, but I just don't feel like talking anymore. And nobody gets offended, you know, but we can't be that way with everyone. But it's refreshing when you could just be honest or, you know, if um, someone sends you a long voice memo or, you know, a DM or whatever it may be. And it's like, I just really and we'll talk about that more. But it's like, do I have the capacity for this? Ask yourself first. And if the answer is no, you honor that. So. You know, one thing that I've had to learn, if I just keep it a buck with you, is I'm still working through, like, making sure that I don't feel like um, a bother when I communicate my needs. 
You know, sometimes we can feel needy for communicating our needs and you don't have to feel needy for communicating your needs with people who are called to love you, who are called to do life with you, who are called, they have the grace and the patience and the energy and the passion to help walk with you through life. You don't have to uh, feel needy. You don't have to feel like you're bothering someone um, when you're communicating your capacity. You don't have to feel like you're being rude. You don't have to feel like you're being mean or unchristlike. You're not. You're just communicating what your capacity is. I and and so I want you to say this with me. I don't have the capacity for that. I want that to become part of your vocabulary. Okay. I don't have the capacity for that. So like I said, first of all, you need to communicate with yourself and God, Hey, you know what? This person asked me to be a part of this live, or this person asked me to be a guest on their podcast, or, you know, this person asked me to come to their church and minister, or they want to get on a phone call with me or connect with me, or they asked me out to coffee or whatever. God, do, do I feel like, you know, check in with yourself. Do I feel like I have the capacity for that? If the answer is yes, then you proceed. If the answer is no, then you need to communicate that so that you're consistently honoring your capacity in life. Okay, so I think I'm driving that point on home. But that's one of my favorite things, you guys. Learn to say, I don't have the capacity for that. Sometimes you may say that to the person. Sometimes you may just communicate it with yourself and honor your capacity and honor your boundaries. Okay, so that goes for family, friends, people at work. The uh, person at 7-Eleven ringing you up, wherever, you need to make sure that you're honoring your capacity, okay? The next thing that really helps me um, to honor my capacity is honoring the Sabbath, okay? This is one of my favorite things to talk about. Uh, Probably in 2016, God really started talking to me about honoring the Sabbath. I'm not a Seventh-day Adventist or anything like that, Um, but I do love, love, love honoring the Sabbath. I think it's so important. And I'm going to read some scriptures to you, um, because you guys know I'm a word girl. If you don't already, I love the word of God. I have a scripture for like everything, not in a religious way, but I just think the Bible is so dope. Whether you are a believer, an atheist, a Buddhist, a Muslim, whatever, the Bible is just a dope book. Okay. Like it just really is. It's like the book that has everything in it. I just love the Bible. I love the word of God. And, um, and it talks about honoring the Sabbath. So I'm going to read two scriptures to you. Um, let's start with Hebrews four and nine through 11 in the passion translation. Okay. So it says, so we conclude that there is still a full and complete Sabbath rest waiting for believers to experience as we enter into God's faith rest life. We cease from our own works just as God celebrates his finished works and rest in them. So then we must be eager to experience his faith rest life so that no one falls short by following the same pattern of doubt and unbelief. I love that because in a lot of different translations, you guys know the passion is my faith, uh, but I love all the translations. Shout out to the Bible app, you version app. And one thing that I want to say is like God is saying here or the Bible is saying here, you know what? There's a there's a rest waiting for believers. There's a rest that's waiting for you. So if you feel like, man, I'm so tired, I'm so weary, I'm growing weary in my well-doing, you know, I, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I want you to know that there's rest that is prepared for you. God is so dope, isn't he? God is so good. So it says as you enter into God's rest, 
You know, it, it says a faith rests life. You need to make it like a lifestyle, okay? So as you enter into God's uh, lifestyle of rest, you seize from your own works, okay? And you rest in them. So it says to be eager to experience this. And so I want you to know, like, be eager to ask the Lord for rest. Some of you guys haven't rested. When's the last time you literally took a day off? Okay. Hello. You, you got to take some time for yourself. Okay. And then Exodus 20 verse eight through 11 in the new living translation, it really breaks this down. And I want to read it to y'all. It says, remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord, your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. Come on. It's real clear. Okay. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock child, even the chickens and the goats and the cows and all of that couldn't even work. Okay. (laughs) And any foreigners living among you. That, I mean, God covered it. I mean, everybody, even the insects in your house, okay? For in six days, the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. But on the seventh day, he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. You guys, this is so clear. So like I said, a couple years ago, especially like two years ago, God really started to convict me about this. Like, Ashley... You know, I used to worship the grind is what I call it. Glorify the grind and hustlers take naps and work, 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 work. Shout out to Rihanna. Okay. All that stuff. But man, God was like, Ashley, you need a day off. And so what I started to do, not saying you have to do this, but I've helped so many of my clients with this and so many people just on social media really adopt this. Okay. And so every weekend I personally log off social media. So usually if I don't do it by uh, Friday night, I will do it by Saturday, like around 11 or 12 p.m., one the latest, okay? And I will log off of all of my social media. So I delete the apps because I realize that if I just keep it like in my phone, it's just like natural to go and click on it. It's like habit, you know? Um, And so I I literally delete my social media. I don't deactivate it or anything, but I delete Instagram, I delete Facebook, and I delete Twitter. I'm not on TikTok or anything else, okay? Um, And so I delete all three of those. And I also try to leave my phone like in another room um, and just rest and just get some sleep. Like yesterday, uh, I decided to just, I I was like going to go out and do some things. And I was like at Starbucks and God was like, Ashley, you need to go home. You just need to rest. And I was like, okay. And so I decided to go home and I just literally laid down and I slept for like four hours and I woke up just feeling so refreshed and just thankful for that. Um, so like I said, I personally delete my social media apps off of my phone. Um, and you could feel, I don't like to get into energy and all that, but you could feel it like not being on your phone, all that energy, like not on your phone. Okay. Um, I especially turned my notifications off for all social media and everything like five to six years ago. Okay. So I don't have notifications come to my phone. Um, I try, I also don't answer any texts or calls, like especially on the first 24 hours. Like that Saturday when I'm off honoring the Sabbath, I do not answer texts or calls that have to do with work. 
I will answer from my family and things like that. But if um, clients text me or anything like that, I'm not answering for work or if somebody's asking me to speak and all that, I do not answer. Okay. So I make sure what that looks like for me, because I know some of y'all will ask, but what does that look like? I like to spend time with God. Um, I like to spend quality time with my family and friends. I like to, you know, I live in LA, so maybe I'll go to the beach um, and just chill out. I like to go have a good meal. Maybe I'll make a cook a good meal at home. I like to stay real, real ugly in my pajamas. Um, make sure my hair doesn't is not done. Just kidding, <laughs> but not. And I just like to watch Netflix and chill with myself. Okay, Netflix and chilling with nobody, but just Netflix and chill and just rest, y'all, and unplug from working. I want to tell you this, if, especially for my entrepreneurs, my hustlers out there, if God, the creator of the whole universe took a day off, he didn't do it because he needed it. He did it to show us what should be done and how this should be done. Okay. So he worked for six days and he took the seventh day off. Uh, you need a break too, boo. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it. You need a break too. So I really want to, um, challenge you with this. Like, And I'm not saying like, you know, you have to do it exactly how I'm saying it, but like take a day, be present with yourself. You know, one of my favorite quotes, I forget who was by, but it, it says, you know, take time to come home to yourself every day. Some of you guys are so busy. You're using that as a distraction to not sit with yourself. When is the last time that you sat with yourself? When is the last time you sat with you and just God? Is that awkward for you? Push through it. When's the last time you just sat with yourself and came home to yourself and, and sat with the Lord? Okay. All right. So with that being said, let me take a swig of my water. All right. Sorry if that sounds gross. All right. So next thing is it's important to say no. One of my favorite scriptures I could talk about forever because uh, I love boundaries. I'm a, I'm a lover of boundaries. Okay. Boundaries rock. All right. Matthew 5 and 37 in the uh, New King James Version, it says, but let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Okay, that's so clear. Let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. So let's break this down. I believe that this is one of the greatest scriptures on boundaries ever written. And I just love that God loves boundaries, healthy boundaries, because he's saying, okay, so let's say that your friend or your family member or somebody asks you to go somewhere, go do something or whatever. And you just really do not want to do it. You don't want to go out to eat tomorrow. You do not want to go to that birthday party. You do not want to go ride around town with that friend. You don't want to get on that call. You don't have the energy to respond to whatever. I just want you to know that the Bible says, let your yes, yes, be yes in your no, no. So when you live in maybe land, okay, is what I call it. People are asking you to do stuff and you're like, oh, maybe I'll see all of that. That's from the evil one. Okay. God said, period. Okay. God was the first person who was like, period. Okay. Let your yes be yes in your no, no, boo. You have to stop saying maybe. You have to stop saying, I'll see. That's not being truthful. That's lying. That's not from God. That's not how God operates. He's very sure on his yeses and he's very sure on his no's. So whenever 
you know, some, like I said, somebody asks us to do something or participate in something and we get a check in our spirit and it's like, uh, I, I really don't want to do this. Or it's not even, you know, that deep. It's just that you're tired. Maybe you've been working all day. You don't have the energy. Back to number one, honor your capacity. I'm not going to say, okay, maybe, maybe I'll be able to do that. Maybe we could chat later. Maybe we can hang out this weekend. Child, you know, doggone well that you don't want to do it. So say no. This is give yourself permission to say no. I don't have the capacity for that. Give yourself permission to say no. Okay. So this scripture is, is so on boundaries and I love it. It rocks. Let your yes be yes and your no, no. Do not say maybe. Do not say I'll see. Who all going to be there? No, stop asking all those questions because you don't want to go anyway. You don't want to participate anyway. You don't want to get on that call anyway. You don't want to do it. So say no. And if you do, stand on your yes. Yes, I love to. And stand on that. And don't allow uh, self-sabotage or the devil or anything else to talk you out of your yes. Okay? Honor your capacity. We got that down. So boundaries rock. Boundaries are amazing. I love them. And I believe that God created them and God loves them. He loves boundaries and boundaries are so amazing and they help all of us be great in life. Okay. And so another thing is to give yourself time and grace to respond to texts and calls. That's another way that I honor my capacity. Years ago, when I first became an entrepreneur, um, I didn't even know what a, what a day off looked like because I was just trying to build my empire or whatever and all those unhealthy things that people do without taking breaks. Shout out to y'all. Um, but, you know, I was doing all that and I, I would feel bad because I was so codependent as well. I feel like I need to be the savior of the whole world, even though Jesus already did that. But I feel like I had to save everybody around me and just be there for everybody and put my needs last. I had no... A healthy boundary set up and all that kind of stuff. I would just say yes to everybody, you know, and I didn't honor my capacity. I didn't honor that. And I would just respond to every text and call. I felt like I had to respond right away. And that is not healthy, you know, so you need to give yourself time and grace to respond. You know, sometimes when my clients text me and they love to send me shout out to y'all, they love to send me, you know, long voice memos and stuff like that. And and sometimes I just don't have the capacity to listen to it in that moment or that day. So I say, hey, you know what? I love you so much, but I don't have the capacity to listen to this right now, but I'll listen to it as soon as I can. And and they respect that, you know, and I do. I usually get back to them within 24 hours, you know. Um, and so give yourself time to respond to DMs. I get a lot of DMs and, you know, people asking for prayer and, you know, just chatting and all type of stuff. And like... I also have learned I don't owe everybody an explanation. You know, it's levels to this. So, you know, I love to be kind because I don't want anybody ever to have a bad experience with me. I want people to experience the love of God as they experience their, you know, talking to me or whatever. But I give myself grace to respond to people, um, you know, and I communicate it. If it's a, you know, a friend or client or somebody like that, I'll communicate with them, you know, my capacity and stuff like that. But I don't feel the need to respond back to everybody right away, you know, um, and things like that. So just give yourself permission of that. Like maybe a family member texts you or, you know, you have um, your mom or your dad or a grandma or a sister, or brother, whatever. And every time they message you, you get anxiety about it because it's just not a healthy connection. Um, and you're learning to steward that connection and things like that and learn the balance in it. Well, you could just take a break. You don't have to respond to that family member right away. 
to say, you know what? Okay, God, like help me have the right mindset, the right attitude when I call this person back. Um, anything they say, I pray that it won't bother me, offend me. I choose not to be offended. And I just thank you, God, for helping me to operate in love and grace. And then you could go ahead and call them. You know what I'm saying? Or text that person back or, you know, whatever. So just be led by the Holy Spirit with that. But honor your capacity with not responding to everybody right away. You do not have to. They will live. They will be okay. And when it's done to you, child, when it's done to you, when somebody doesn't get right back to you, don't take that personally. They're not ignoring you. Sometimes we have unhealed trauma and we feel like people are abandoning us and things like that. You got to get that healed with the Lord, okay? Like nobody, just because somebody doesn't respond right back to you doesn't mean that they're literally, they hate you or something, okay? So let's heal, let's be whole, okay? And see things from a healed perspective because broken people, which we've all been there, see things from a broken perspective. Healed people see things from a healed perspective, okay? Um, and then lastly, make sure that you create a joy list. This is an exercise that I have a lot of my clients do. And basically, you know, what a couple of years ago, God told me that, you know, explain to me the joy of the Lord is my strength. And he said, you need to do at least one thing every day that brings you joy. Okay. And so with that being said, I start to create a joy list, a list of things that bring me joy. I like to drink tea. I like to light my candles in the morning. I like to have aromatherapy on all throughout the day. And I love my, my oils and things like that. Um, I love to take walks, especially with people that I love and love being around. Um, I'm an outward processor. So if you're really close to me, um, thank you so much because I process with you a lot on things. Um, and so I like to process that's a, you know, I like to work out, you know, I saw a quote the other day that said, um, what is it? Fitness is a form of self care. And I just love that, you know, so I love to go to the gym, which I could not say, before 2020, I hated the gym. I hated working out and all that kind of stuff, which is why I looked how I looked. So thank you, God, for deliverance, okay? Um, but, you know, just make a list of things that you love to do. Uh, my sister and I have this thing where um, we love to watch Hell's Kitchen <laughs> with Gordon Ramsay. We love to watch Hell's Kitchen, and we love to watch shows together, you know, just an episode and then or Shark Tank. It's so random, stuff like that. Like, we just love watching um, shows together and discussing it and things like that. That's a form of self-care for me, spending quality time with my sister. Um, or, you know, when I go visit back home with my family, just hanging out and stuff. Uh, so create a list of things that bring you joy and do it, start to honor it because some of you guys are feeling so weak and weary. Um, you have to remember that the joy of the Lord is your strength. So if you're not intentional with your joy, with the things that bring you joy and the people that bring you joy, then you're not going to feel and operate in the strength that you should. Okay. So make sure that you have a joy list. Okay. So going to repeat these again. So communicate your capacity, honor the Sabbath, take a day off. Okay. Or two days like I do say no, make sure that you give yourself time and grace to respond to texts and calls, um, or stand on your yes, going back to that one. And then also create a joy list and, and do it. Okay. So I hope that all of this has helped y'all really take these tips and apply them to your life, make them a part of your everyday life. I do, I have been, and it's really changed my life in so many ways, but I love the word capacity. And I want you to give yourself permission. If you need somebody else to give you permission, which I will, you know, if you, if you know, you're listening to this and 
You have reached your capacity at that job. You have reached your capacity with a friendship. You have reached your capacity with a relationship or romantic relationship. You've reached your capacity with the opportunity. And maybe God, like I said, gave it to you in another season, but he is shifting things. And he's telling you, hey, you have to honor your capacity. I want you to just, I know somebody popped in your mind or something popped in your mind. You need to honor that. You need to listen to the Holy Spirit. You need to be obedient to God because God knows best. And his timing is so perfect and his ways are perfect. Uh, Okay. And so I want you to just be obedient and give yourself permission to honor that. um, And just, and just do what God is telling you to do. Okay. And say what God is telling you to say, but I pray that I want to pray over you guys that Lord, I just thank you right now for everybody that has been listening to this Holy spirit. We thank you for being here. God, I just thank you that you are breaking off the spirit of fear off of everyone that's listening to this right now. They may be afraid to step into the new. They may be afraid to honor their capacity, God. They may be afraid to put themselves first, God. They may be afraid to honor their needs because they've never had a chance to do this. God, I just thank you that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but that of power, love, and a sound mind. I thank you for every mind that's being attacked will stop being attacked right now in the name of Jesus. I, I, I uh, pray over everybody's hearts, God, that you just cover their hearts, God, cover their emotions right now in the name of Jesus, that this won't just be a nice little podcast that they listen to, but there will begin to be a shift within them, a shift in their mind in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that people will start to honor their capacity, that they will not be afraid to do what you've told them to do. And be who you've created them to be. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So you guys, love you, love you, love you. I'm so excited about the fire that's coming on my podcast, guys. Um, the next episode is going to be super fire. And uh, make sure that you connect with me once again on Instagram. My name on Instagram is I'm Ashley Lee. the letter I, the letter M, A-S-H-E-L-I-S-E. And my name on Facebook is Ash Elise, A-S-H space E-L-I-S-E, okay? And on Twitter, is I'm Ashley Lease. All together. You guys, make sure you connect with me. Um, and I'm just so excited for what's to come. And if this episode touched you, share it with somebody. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and let me know how this changed your life, okay? Love y'all. Bye.